Market Soccer News For insight that excels For expert analytics You better go somewhere else Portland Betting Soccer Podcast Enjoy it now cause it probably won't last Just poop, they cover it all They'll discuss everything except football Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. Welcome to the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. My name is Jonathan. Oh, shit. Uh, Episode 48, Season 3, Episode 4. My name is Jonathan Everett, and I'm coming to you from Northeast Portland. Hey, it's Randy Kilwag coming to you also from Northeast Portland, and, hiding under Jonathan's bed. <laughs> uh, and Greg's coming from Goose Hollow. Josh is not here because he's bad at life. Uh, <laughs> he's got to be. He's got to be real bad at life, considering he's got a built-in babysitter now too. I know. Wait, his dad's not sick, is he? Uh, maybe. I hope not. I call it, we could remove that if he is. <laughs> Today we're going to be doing a season check-in, finally potting after a few games have been done. We're going to talk about some of the updates with the protests, uh, looking ahead into the season. We're going to talk a little bit about PDXFC, and then Jonathan's going to get all worked up over nothing for World Cup. Sounds good. I'm going to kick it off. Jeez, man. Five games in, and this is our first episode since we haven't done a game since the season started. How did that happen? I don't think that's true because I came home and talked about Italy on this podcast, and the the season started while I was there. Really? And maybe I just forgot. Greg, you mm-hmm. produced this thing. <laughs> Not, I don't know. I'm pretty sure two of two. Yeah, there were two games played the last time we potted. Let's see. Back vacation, my knee. Yeah, you were pretty hot. Painkillers. There's no mention of anything about a game. Huh. We decided we weren't going to talk about the results because all the other podcasts had covered the games at length. Yeah, we're talking about rosters, man. All right. Well, oh, yeah. We talked about the statement from the FO. Hmm. That must have been a great episode. <laughs> you were hopped up on painkillers. You don't remember anything. Yeah, that's true. Uh, um, I'm not on painkillers yet. I haven't been to a match yet. Um, I probably could go to this one on Sunday, but uh, I can't stand for that long, so I'd have to try and get into ADA. Um, but <laughs> why is that funny, man? It's just like all I can picture is like Randy as a 95-year-old. Actually, you are a 95-year-old. I can picture oh Randy as a 137-year-old looking for ADA seating. I'm going to break into your million dollar castle and strangle you in your sleep. Dude, I don't know. You guys have seen the housing prices in Portland, but that's a, not an uh, 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 unfair estimate at this point. It is ridiculous, but we'll save that for another time. Sure. Um, yeah. So we're five games in the season. We have six points. We got a one, one and three record. We are 18th in the supporter shield race and ninth in the conference. So we're square right dab in the middle of everything middle of the table club but to be fair the supporter shield winner has 10 points and we have six points so i hope we don't even make the playoffs (laughs) i know i know man (laughs) who um i'm sorry i have to interrupt who actually said that on the internet all those years ago god i don't know but it's still funny every time if you know the context yeah 
because uh, if you don't know the context, our season was kind of going to hell and someone um, posted that as a serious comment. And then, you know, thinking like, oh, we're going to burn the whole thing down and start over. And then, of course, that was 2015 and we went to the, the Famulus Cup and won it. Am I right? Wasn't that 2015? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I hope we don't even make the playoffs. And it was, I mean, in fairness, we were having a dog shit of a season. Right. Uh, and then, you know, it, it picked itself back up. But yeah, it would have been probably right before that last nine match run where we turned everything around. But yeah, that's that's always a good one. <laughs> Golden Oldie. So, um, yeah, we've uh, had two games with really stupid double yellows um, making us go down a man for a substantial amount of time. These weren't like, you know, oh, you're down a man for 10 minutes. These were like, I can't remember exactly how long, but they were substantial. And we managed draws on both of them um, with Orlando after already being down a goal and uh, LAFC when we were up a goal. That's not too shabby. No, man. And what I was going to say is, so I was at the Orlando game and I, if you listen to any other of the podcasts that covered the actual details of this referee, like a ton of fouls were called. But my my biggest takeaway from that, even going down Van Rankin, who, what a dumb idiot, if all those <laughs> oh, other... I mean, if, come on, he's a nice guy. He's a handsome yeah, looking guy. He, uh, he is a very attractive man uh, and a good soccer player, but he just makes bad fouls. Like, if you guys remember the end of oh, last yeah. season, he Oof. was a bad foul in the box, giving up penalties. And like he's already on a yellow when the referee is calling anyone breathing on another person and then just yanks the, the guy breaking up a play. Like, of course, he's going to get a second yellow. Yeah. Um, just stupid. So stupid. And same with with Bravo. I, I kind of like when Bravo gets aggro and starts doing dumb shit because I feel like his is actually aggressive where I feel like Van Rankins is just kind of lazy. So who, who is this Bravo guy you're talking about? Do you mean Ross from Friends? Yes, uh, I do mean Ross from Friends. He's okay. very goofy. Uh, it's kind of a racist TV show uh, if you guys have never seen it. But no, I, I it just... It, it's definitely frustrating to see those two defenders making the same mistakes year over year. Yeah. But what I will say is what you just called out is, you know, we ended up earning the penalty. Paredes buries it. We go nuts. And then as Blanco came in, uh, and I think you have this down at a further point, so I don't mean to take any thunder away, but uh. just – like to the point where we almost won that game in stoppage yeah. time. It yeah. was super freaking close. <laughs> Just the whole dynamic shifted. Oof, yeah, man, we we did almost win that game. Um, and, and and sure, let's let's skip ahead. Why why what's going on with um, Blanco? Why isn't he starting? Why isn't he playing more than a half? He didn't even play a half this time. The game previous, he played a whole half, but this time he didn't. I mean, he we're. We're like two separate teams with and without him. Completely different teams. Completely. Greg, what do you think? As far as why Blanca's not seeing the field? Yeah. Or like, what's the what's the deal? I mean, we got to trust Geo. <laughs> I don't know what else. Like, people screaming on Reddit all day long, like, Blanco has to play. Blanco has to play. Well, Blanco played when he wasn't fit at the MLS Cup, and he was completely ineffective. Well, that's that's, I, that's Gio's fault for not for making him start. 
if Gio had subbed him in at the half, he would have been on the field for the PKs and we would have won that. I completely agree. <laughs> so I, we don't have to trust Gio. Uh, oh, I mean, me, I, I've met a personal best friend of Gio and we do have oh. to trust him. Thank oh, you. yeah, yeah, that's right, man. We, have, we haven't talked about this, have we? No, we didn't bring it up. We did. We talked we did? about it. Okay. We just didn't you cover just any. I didn't spill any actual yeah. details as uh, on or off the air. What's, yeah. what's up, dude? Why? Why are you? Uh... I don't trust a single one of you, motherfuckers. <sighs> Come on, man. <laughs> uh, you remember how upset you guys were with me when I was like, when I had some inside knowledge about something, and you're like, you gotta tell me now. No, I don't remember that at all. It never happened. Fake news. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. Maybe he's still got a little bit of an injury. Um, I've, I have to think that I'm sort of glad we didn't get into CCL because had we got into CCL, we would have probably crapped out already unless – we had gotten in and then they had gotten off their lazy butts to secure Blanco right off the bat so that he would have been in training the whole time. And maybe we would have been ready for CCL. Who knows? What do you guys think about it? Uh, CCL is the only thing that I care about in terms of the overall season, uh, unless we're in the MLS cup final, in which case I care and believe in the team all season. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um uh, this is josh from lake oswego uh no i um <laughs> i i just uh i i would have preferred to have made this ecl but it it didn't do us any favors last year in terms of the timing and the season and i i really i mean i hope we make it i don't think we would have done well this year given where we're at and again same thing with injuries if you look at our our bench it's not very deep oh yeah that's true we didn't have the roster for two competitions this year right i I keep forgetting about mora being gone too yeah we were were hosed if we'd made ccl yeah we only have one striker and when he gets subbed off like Blake bodily is going in for him. Like Blake's not carrying us through CCL. <laughs> Actually, uh, Randy, if you remember, uh, I think Greg just mentioned it here that uh, Nies Goda is our only striker at the moment. And I think in the last podcast, we were all discussing how uh, Nies Goda didn't seem to be the right fit for our system and, and team at the moment. And you were very defensive of him. Do you have any updates? Yeah. Well, I said that he doesn't do well when we don't have a lot of the possession. He scored a goal. Didn't he score? He scored last week, didn't he? Wasn't it that last week? And you say you're not on pain drugs. I can't remember, man. This whole, I'm serious. Like this whole like six weeks has been a giant fog for me, a giant blur. Um, I'm not on anything now. But yeah, he scored <laughs> a goal with the help of, uh, wasn't that off of service from um, Blanco? Anybody? Anybody? Uh, that sounds right. I mean, yes. now, I have, now I have to look for breaking um, soccer news. <laughs> That's but that just that just goes back to the point of like Blanco being on the field adds a whole new right. uh, layer of creativity and stuff happening. Nisco right. is a wonderful striker. He needs the ball delivered to him. Yeah, he's he's good provided we have the team, the rest of the team uh, running on all cylinders, and someone's able to get him good service. Yeah, and Espria has not kicked in yet this season. Hey, uh, he's definitely not running he's, on all cylinders. That's true. I mean, he does. He has a goal, but uh, yeah, that's true. Um, so I guess 
we that's a good place to go to um well we got we got destroyed by dallas speaking of disappointments um i i did not expect us to lose that poorly um i knew it was going to be a tough game um but man for about 10 minutes we just kind of fell apart and then the second half again when they subbed in blanco looked like we were going to make a run for it but when you're chasing three goals and then you, you go down another goal yeah eh, whatever that is the game that needs go to scored i just did uh check the stats on that one and <laughs> <laughs> that game was super disappointing and again like i'm uh it looked like we gave up and it reminded me of the beginning of last season during the CCL stuff that was happening or right after we got knocked out of CCL. And I think it was against Philadelphia. It was the game where like the Valeri was noticeably slower. Yeah. Uh-huh. So wait, you think we gave up in the, just in, during that stretch of 10 minutes or as a whole? Cause I think we give up as a whole after they scored the whatever, like third goal. And then there was a bit of fire for just whatever. And then it just, it didn't look, it didn't look good. Yeah. I thought we played well the second half. I don't. Yeah. It's less they gave up and more they didn't show up. Yeah. And then after the 45 minutes went, oh, wait, we're supposed to play soccer today. And huh. decided to play. Yeah. Football is life. Uh, so Dallas. I mean, that was before the international break. Those guys have they have three dudes on the U.S. men's national team. Did you was on the uh, team from Dallas? Dallas is, they've always had good development, um, and just like a shitty fan base. So this may be the year that Dallas actually gets out of the out of the cellar. They're good. I don't know. What's that? They're a good team. What's that guy? Who's on the U.S. men's national team from Dallas? Three guys whose names I can't remember, but they're good. Uh, Jesus Ferrer, Paul yeah. Ariola. What's the other one? Long? Is he? No. I'm looking um, on the internet for breaking soccer news. <laughs> for insight? <laughs> is your insight fresh? Yeah. Uh, I guess, isn't Ricardo Pepe from FC Yes, Dallas? yes, yes. But he now plays for FC Augsburg and is having a awful time yeah. acclimating. But we can talk about international soccer towards yeah. the end of this. So Dallas, good team. Um, disappointing this year. Uh, Van Rankin, I guess we've sort of covered that. And 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 you guys think Nizgoda is disappointing still? Yeah. Chris, Reif- Chris Reifer really tore him a new hole. Did you see his twi- tweet about... These no. Goda's performance. He, he he did. Uh and that's like I said, like it's not that I don't like Nizgoda, but if I go back in time to when I said that I would rather have kept Jeremy Abobasi instead of Jaroslaw Nizgoda, and everyone's like, he scores every time he touches the ball. Uh, which he did for some miraculous bit of season, but right. he just has never he's not versatile. He can play one position and and that's pretty much it what's above us his numbers like now he didn't he didn't do great when he left us no he didn't i don't think he he went to a shit team yeah he doesn't want to be in san jose no one wants to be in san jose (laughs) not even Orlando. (laughs) this is a breaking news update i don't know if you guys did see this earlier before we started potting or not but soccer made in portland is coming back what you're kidding I am not kidding. It was like an hour ago, just announced on Twitter. 
Oh, that was the, the first uh, soccer podcast I ever listened to. Yeah, I. Exciting. That's exciting news. He, they were getting impatient, waiting for us to release an episode. So, yeah, were, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> like the hard hitting facts and journalism coming from PVSP bitches. Uh, oh, you got You got Who's the co? That. Who's the co-host? No, he doesn't. Who's the Who's the co-host? Ah, uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I just looked at it again. Jamie's gone, right? She's not even a beat writer. Yeah, it's yeah. not Jamie. It's not Caitlin Murray. It's some other dude. I'm looking for Chris. Redford. Some other dude. It's Chris Radford, bro. Um, um, Ryan uh, T. Philippi. I don't know. Uh, Ryan Clark, me, and Chris Reifer will dive into all things Timbers and Thorns on a weekly basis. Be sure to refresh those podcast feeds and resubscribe. Excellent. And then uh, Chris Reifer has retweeted it and with a tapped mic icon and saying hello, hello. And they are back. Oh, that's good news. Do we, have an inf- really good news. Do we have an inferiority complex again? No, we're way better than they are. Okay. There's no question. Uh, this is the greatest podcast that's ever graced the airwaves of the internet and Portland. And everyone strives to be like us, like Borisonic. Uh, <laughs> do we need to have a break dance off against these, against yeah. uh, soccer maiden product Portland? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm in. Uh, I'm thankful that it won't be Richard Fuckley on that episode oh, anymore. Um, and uh, we'll, we can move on. But this is, Randy, I'm going to take your thunder. This and surprise yeah. players so far. Rasmussen and McGraw. They, that first game with Rasmussen, he looked like he belonged coming oh, in yeah. for, um, for Bravo. And again, more uh, defensive prone, which is what you would hope in those moments. Cause that's his main job for his first game where like, you know, giving the ball away when he necessarily could have like, held possession. Oh, I don't know. But, He's got good service, man. No, I'm saying he looked good. There was like a couple yeah. times where like he won back possession and rather than like hold it for a minute and look for a pass, he just booted it down the field to get rid of it. But he, uh, looked like he belonged. Uh, and I really, really hope that, uh, if Wait, Bravo- you're talking about Rasmussen? Yeah. Who the hell is we talking about? He's got. He's not defensive. I mean, he's defensive. Yeah, but he. He's also. He had good crosses in and good service. He's. He's. No, you're, you're not. He's, you didn't hear what I said. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. You said he booted it up the field. When he regained possession playing defense, he would just boot it up the field. But if he was in a run of play, he looked like an amazing winger, which is what he used to be. I'm saying that when he was playing defense and getting pressed and he was in his, you know, um, uh, his half of the field, he was less likely to go for uh, a pass to another player and just boot it to get rid of it, which I I have a feeling Gio told him to do that. Yeah. Don't screw it up, man. Get rid of it. <laughs> I think I think when he came on, we were trailing, and yeah, it was just a matter of he's inexperienced in this league. He has the talent clearly, so it was get it upfield and let the forwards do something. That's what I think happened. Yeah, yeah. That I did not mean that as a critique against his sure. style, his looks, because he did look fancy in the player entrance on some of those picks. If you haven't seen. Um, but it was. Uh, it's nice to know that uh, while Bravo is probably going to be somebody big in the league, there's someone who is ready to take his spot. 
and I'm not sure if he can play both right or left back, or if, say, for this weekend, we'll be seeing Pablo Bonilla on the on the right side and Bravo on the left because Van Rankin will be out. Man, he's a professional soccer player. He should be able to play both right and left back. Center forward and keeper. No, no. You, if you're a life, left back, should be able to play right back and vice versa. Listen, if my son can do it, <laughs> you you are you are correct but like if if your game plan is run up the touch line and then send it across yeah if you don't have a strong left foot and you're playing on the left side you can't do that that's true so uh yeah but you can if you have a strong strong if you're right footed on the left side you can cut in and and service it from that way angle very possible. So as we're talking about that, who who do we predict will be playing uh, left back and right back in this upcoming game? Because I think it'll be uh, Bravo on the left and right back is who? I, man, this is how dumb I am. Uh, in, insight that is, what is it? Is, it? is our insight fresh or is it new? It's uh, insight that excels. Oh, uh, here's yeah. my here's my ex- excelling insight. I don't even know what position. Is he right or left? Oh, Jesus Christ, Randy! <laughs> Wait, what's, what? What does what does Bonilla play? Is what is right a number on? nine? I don't know what a number nine is. Uh, I think Bonilla has played both for us and okay. can do both. And Van Rankin right back, Bravo left back, okay. and then Rasmussen left back. Uh, I, I would like to see either of those two, Rasmussen or Bonilla. Although it bums me out that Bonilla doesn't have his blonde dyed mop top anymore. He's got a he's got Aww. all natural coloring. Or just the just the tips are growing out. Bummer. I do, I do like his hair. We're um, gonna we're gonna see Benia on the right. You think so? I do. I do think so. I like Benia. He's never hosed us before, really. He's great. Yeah. Um, McGraw. What do you what do you think about him? He's been pretty good, mostly good. He's had a few um, lapses, but he's been mostly pretty good. I really like McGraw a lot. I'm impressed. Uh, he has not really had meaningful minutes before this season, but he stepped in like he's a regular and he's a fellow Torrance kid. So Ooh. I have to uh, high five him for that. Nice. Um, all kinda, in all, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I kind of didn't expect him to be back this year, but um, I'm glad he is. You know, all in all, Bill, he and Bill both did a great job bolstering the back line yeah. over the first run. I have absolutely zero complaints. I think both of them pair better with Zuperich than they do. Yes, each other. that's true. That's true. Um, Bill, two goals in his last international match. Ooh, we got to save to talk about Bill because it's yeah. going to be, we're going to talk about the world cup. But okay. My last thing about McGraw was he came on last year. I forget how many minutes he actually played, but every time he came on, he looked a little bit lost, like he was trying to establish himself as being in sure. MLS. And in this season, to step in for that many games, and uh, again, we're historic slow starters, but we're getting points in, in yeah. these games, and he's playing well. So I'm I'm pretty yeah. pumped. He's no cheesesteak, but he's he's doing a good job. <laughs> oh my man, Duval! I, I forgot that. about cheesesteak. Yo, oh, he's a coach somewhere now. I just looked at it the other him. day. Yeah. Uh, uh, PVS, we got to have him on then. Maybe we can get him on. Let's get him on. I can do it. Cheesesteak. Uh, lastly, um, Hey, guess who made it back to the field for the first time. in what was it? 200 some days. Uh, we had Eric Williamson on the field. I thought you were going to say Randy Kilwag. 
Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been back yet. I haven't been back yet. Williamson, man, what a pleasure it was to see him and his glistening beard on the on the field again. Uh, you were not there, Randy. Greg, were you there? Yes, I was. Listen, and... they showed it on TV. His beard <laughs> was glistening. <laughs> uh, whenever when we saw him stand up from the bench and start talking to Geo, the standing ovation already started, and it was like yeah. a solid two minutes before he actually took a step on the pitch and people were already loud and cheering. And when he took a step, it just got that much louder. And I just remember looking being like, man, I'm really happy for that kid like, it, to be here and get that kind of welcome. It felt really good. Even in the key bank club, everyone was standing up and clapping. <laughs> yeah. Cause which... they were, Oh, they were, are you sure they weren't just standing up and requesting free stuff? <laughs> it was like, they're clapping. They're like, Oh yes. Uh, excuse I, me. I, over there, sir. He will bring me some- upon his journey across the field um and uh no it was actually really impressive and it was uh i felt like him coming in along with blanco being on the field it gave me some hope for cracking in some you know four to one four to two games here yeah. in the future and if they're both healthy and starting it just it changes the whole dynamic of the team it's i'm, I'm pumped I would recommend watching the official Timbers media stream, social, whatever they have. They have him on the field after the match, and it's a real short bit. But you can you can just you can tell he's super stoked to be playing again. Um, he wasn't happy about the loss, obviously, but he was. You could tell he was real happy. Um, he had played with T two what like two weeks before. Oh, and sure. uh, that. yeah, he had played with T2 and I, and I don't know if he did the week, before, at least two weeks before, but um, it's just kind of funny because you can imagine, um, you know, the coach is sitting down and like, Gio, Hey, all right. Okay. Uh, Eric, I need you to, uh, you're going to, you're going to start for T2 this week and, you know, to get, get up to speed and, you know, get your health back, get your endurance back. And you can imagine that conversation. You notice who that did not happen with is uh, did not happen with, Blanco that way. He did. He's like, yeah, I'll be starting tomorrow. Thanks. <laughs> Can you imagine like Gio saying, "Hey, man, we need you to go. We're going to have you start with T two this week. And, you know, get get your get your back up to speed." And like, I could I could just be like, "No." <laughs> it's like when the profanity are- coming. You guys aren't going to get this, but it's like when Clayton Kershaw was coming back from injury and uh, the Dodgers sent him down to double A minor league team to get back fit. And he had like a 14 strikeout game. It was ridiculous. <laughs> like his get fit game struck out 14 people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, oh, man. We're, we're, I don't, you're right. I'm not going to get that because it sounds like a really boring sport. Mm, I'm bored. Boredom. Boring sports. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I have been uh, talking shit uh, on baseball for quite a long time, but I grew up with it as one of the main, like one of the main sports. It was soccer and and, and baseball and kind of starting to feel the baseball itch again. So, hey, w- one of the things I did when I was bored out of my skull rec- recovering from surgery was watch every Netflix documentary available. And I watched the... Um, the, dang it what's it called the ragged the portland team the mavericks doc- documentary i heard oh, that's really good oh, it it's, it's stellar 
I forget what the name of it is, but it's oh. a must watch. Even if you don't like baseball, it's good. If you're a Timbers fan, it's cool because you can see the old stadium. And like in some of the times they're playing, some of the old game footage has like, you know, there's soccer field marks on. The but, battered bastards of baseball? Yes, it is. It is a uh, must watch. Yeah. They look like current Timbers Army fans playing baseball. <laughs> <laughs> so they're fighting with each other? Yeah. <laughs> um, Jonathan, before we get to uh, your next section, um, you, you mentioned that CCL is the only thing you care about if unless we win the cup, and then in which case you cared about the whole season. How, what is your take on um, the Open Cup? And follow-up question, did you happen to catch footy on the field with the, the – Timbers U23 team in their Open Cup match. I so I do like the US Open Cup. I hate the format of it. I think it's stupid and I don't like MLS teams getting to enter in that much later into the competition. I understand a little bit later just given schedules and whatnot, but I and then always like, you know, the Timbers playing the Sounders at some point early on in the US Open Cup with how they do the layouts like it's just it's kind of boring and well, I would, fa cup teams the the top league teams don't don't come in until the later rounds too and i'm, and I'm fine with some of that it just yeah. feels like we come in with like three rounds left and that was you know sure that was it and i i, I want to see some crazy ass little club coming from the middle of nowhere in nebraska to play in portland because that's like one of the the fun things about how it's done in in england with the fa cup it's like you'll have a team that's in you know, one of the create like league five equivalent and going to play against Manchester United. Like it's an experience for the players as it is like, you know, the fans. Um, yeah, maybe we just need to have two of those sort of like they have FA cup and caribou cup. Maybe we need a second weird. Yeah, we're going to get it. It's going to be the, the tournament with the Mexican teams and it's going to be fantastic when we create a super league. Right, Greg. That's a fantastic write it down. Yeah. <laughs> footy footy uh, played for the the u23s yeah i guess and it, maybe it's something similar i don't to um the olympic squad you're allowed to have a certain amount of people that are over the age of and uh yeah he he was the center back for the on the u23 team and a, another guy that was a little bit older too well i hate footy dancer now then why's that the u23s were pdxfc's only real competition last year and the uh that's right rivalry got a little heated towards the end of the season Uh, well i mean he's not a regular on the team he was just on for for that match nope he's Um, dead to me forever (laughs) (laughs) they were playing some team in california it was funny because uh at one point in the game, they had they had gone up 2-0, and they started subbing on all these like seventeen year old kids. So it was like footy towering, and the announcers. The it's on YouTube. You can check it out. But every five minutes, the announcers would be like, "Veteran team, this veteran Timbers team with Footy Danzo, who's six foot three, Like every five minutes, and. and him, him and a bunch of like high school kids. <laughs> yeah, so like so for me, I don't know if we should take credit for the resurgence of his playing career, but I do believe sure. that his uh his career has skyrocketed since his appearance on the Portland Vanity Soccer podcast. Yeah, yeah, as as has his training business that he trains, he does 
personal training, group trainings with uh, youth soccer clubs. We're, let's take credit for all that. Yeah, you hear that, future uh, podcast guests? We will make your careers better if you come join us for an interview. <laughs> um. So yeah, it was fun seeing him on on the field, um, and playing. And he, he had a. I texted him about it. He had a. He was. He was cracking up about being constantly mentioned that he was six foot three. I was. I, I messaged him and it was like, "Hey man, who's that?" It was like while the game was on, so he didn't get to see it till after the game. I sent him a text like, "Who's that? Who's that old dude on the team with the U twenty threes right now? Are you watching this?" Did he? He responded that. Or no? Yeah, he, he responded with like six crying face emojis. Or <laughs> <laughs> the crying uh, laughing emojis. Yeah. He was he was super fun on our interview and shared some really good stories and uh, I, I I wouldn't mind if if he came back and into yeah, the, to I'm the sure I'm sure he'd be up for that yeah. uh, I mean considering we did massively help Ka's career too a hundred percent I mean that's all we do is we we sure. elevate people Fucking from this podcast star makers I believe we should start charging a, a consulting fee yeah. <laughs> Guys, they have to pay us. That's how we'll make yeah. money off this podcast. You have to yeah. pay to be a guest. We will. We will charge a three hundred fifty dollar an hour consulting fee, and uh, we bill a minimum of ten hours per. Is per it year. is it pre editing per hour or after yeah. editing? And okay. unfortunately for Greg, he's going to have to take all that money from us because he's the one who does all the actual work for this. <laughs> so, uh, thank you, Greg. You can have all the money that we get from Footy. Love you, baby. <laughs> all right, so. I'm going to jump in here now and we're going to talk about the the elephant in the room, the the wart on the anus. <laughs> um, uh. <laughs> Please so let to, me leave that in. It's yeah. amazing. It's funny. <laughs> one zinger. Uh, <laughs> um because we got to talk about the protest updates, the team updates, the all the updates. And Greg, I will I will tread casually, so you can write down this timestamp of me saying I'm going to tread casually. And if anything makes you uncomfortable uh, about what I say, uh, I am I am totally okay being a bootlicker for a bit as we uh, as we fight against the system. I'm okay. Let's do it. Hey, uh, I made a comment on in one of the various places where uh, the sh- sh- one of the various shit storms is happening. And I uh, made a comment about uh, somebody was like, make, yeah, don't show up for the, the games and make us all happy. And then someone was like, yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. We need more room. And then I was like, then I replied more room for bootlickers. And then that person <laughs> liked it. And so at this point you can't even t- like, is, does bootlickers mean people that support, am I looking the boots of, of the front office? Am I licking the boots of 107ist? What's going on? In that comment, you were licking the boot of 107ist. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's not how I meant it. <laughs> yeah. I knew that wasn't how you meant it. That's like yeah. the 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 nuances of the of these conversations. So <laughs> nuances. All, yeah. yeah. The the first thing here is what I think is very impressive is the the continued national press and coverage of what is happening in Portland with our football club clubs. 
there's been consistent coverage from other podcasts. I think Morrisonic is kind of trying to take a little bit of a breather from talking about it. But now that soccer made in Portland is coming back, I imagine they will be picking up some of that as they're an actual, I would say, more newsier related podcast. There's been lots of coverage on TV and specifically by Football Americas. If anyone has seen any of that from Sebastian Salazar and Hercules Gomez, they have been extremely critical of the Portland Timbers front office having previously been very supportive. But I mean, like as stories break, they're not letting the story die, which I think is pretty amazing. Uh, And then obviously tons of articles and press in, in local and national publications, you know, from ESPN, the Oregonian, the nation. I feel like there's always something that is hitting the press and it's not dying. And I have to give credit to the Timbers arm because it's the one thing that worked last time, which was the silence. And it, the, when we were fighting for the iron front, it was the silence with Seattle on a nationally televised game where the stadium sounded like there were crickets in it. That was absolutely, it, it worked. And the same thing if like, so Greg, you're in the stands, you're in, you know, the army, Randy, you're at home because you're old and had knee surgery. Um, <laughs> but I'm where the fancy people are sitting and I can confirm like the, the, the silence was really weird. Uh, but then as soon as it erupts, like it's like, Oh, what the hell was going on? Like, why, why was that happening? And it makes more people ask questions than it does when we show up in full force right from the first minute. And I feel like that is a very effective protest. It made the commentary on the nationally televised game. And this Sunday against LA is another nationally televised game. So that's that silence bit, especially, I know we've beating a dead horse, but man, that was rough at that Seattle game, even agreeing with the re- reasoning and agreeing to do it. Just being there during that, those 26 or whatever minutes was 33. Was, Jesus Christ. was really harsh. I mean, it was hard emotionally to do that. Um, uh, is it over? I mean, originally they were going to keep silent until the the results of the investigation were released, and those results have been released. Yeah, that is a good question, and I don't think there's been communication yet from the front office. But this ties into not only uh, from the Timbers Army, you mean? Yes, 107 is, from 107 is saying, yeah. here's what we're going to do and here's what we're not going to do. And so this ties into the 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 investigation that MLS did into the Timbers, their lack of reporting of the domestic violence allegations against Andy Polo. Um, I mean, obviously, if anyone who is an actual adult who can see through the lines realizes that that was a self-written report of minimal culpability for anyone for anything other than, Oh, we didn't know the rules and find them $25,000 where if anyone read any of the commentary was that Merritt Paulson got a hundred thousand dollar fight after running out in the field to yell at officials against the new England revolution in 2019. So you can see exactly how seriously the league took it. And then again, to hire a law firm who will basically print the report that they need them to print. Okay. So you, you think that's what happened? Well, of course it's what happened. You, you think they hired a law firm with law firm with the understanding that, that they were going to, that this law firm was going to whitewash it as best they could. Yeah. This is a 
consistently retained M- like law firm for MLS since the inception uh, of the- like it's not like they found Jesus. some independent you know law firm to go okay. to whatever this is MLS's law firm and so it's not not real like so you think again, this is like a like an HR department is there to protect the company not the employees uh, kind of situation yeah, exactly that exactly. colors it completely different i did not i was not aware of that i uh, naively assumed that they wanted to be transparent and put their best foot forward and hired some f- firm that they did not have a connection with and um, oh read, what read kind the of- twitter account of sebastian salazar it is mind-blowing he pulled out he's like he did a series of tweets where it was uh, the relationship between MLS and I can't pronounce a law firm. I was like pro something. Yeah. And it, and it specifically, he's like, and it is like links to MLS secures like funding through post, whatever, yeah. and all kinds of stuff. And then he's like, and this is just the first page of results Jeez. on like my Google search. It wasn't like it was again, some crazy independent whatever, which could have been easy to do, but then if they were found to be guilty or culpable, it would have been way worse. And this they can control the narrative. And I'm not saying like huge conspiracy theory because it's not a conspiracy. Right. It's very clear what happened. Yeah. And I'm is... still playing the conspiracy theory theme music, even though you're not. Josh goes on about conspiracy memes. He thinks 5G caused COVID-19. Hillary's all scaly and green. And you really like pizza, you know what I mean? He suckles at Sean Hannity's teeth. They're socialist, mind-controlled, gender-changed, and immigrant, gay, frog, hormones, and are plant-based impossible beyond me. You heard me. Hey, flat Earth is pretty neat. There's no such thing as gravity. Wake up, sheeple. It was Obama's fault. Are we talking about this is what happened when the Hillary Clinton's emails aren't kept in check, fellas? (laughs) Scientific fact. Um, Um, But but it's a bummer, man. And uh, and it it, but I mean, I didn't expect anything different. I had assumed it was going to be this. Hey, Jonathan. What's just up? go just go to the games and cheer for the team. Stop just stop throwing yeah. a temper tantrum. Yeah. It's not it's I just I'm here to watch soccer, bros. That's why I'm here, okay? Okay. <laughs> um uh but the other part of this, and I don't know if you guys noticed this, it was absolutely hilarious and you couldn't make it up was so the FO re, uh, from the Timbers release uh, the steps to change, uh, which is what they called it, which was accountability, engagement and equity initiatives for the organization with all these step by step things they're going to do. And then the image on the link said page not found. Yeah. And it was I, mean, I took a screenshot of it because it was brilliant. There is no uh, way yeah. that I could let that sit there. But I, uh, I have to imagine it was that uh that came like some that was like a subversive act from somebody within the timbers organization changed the changed a a a a digit or number or or character on the bitly link so that it would come up wrong like that 
if it wasn't, um, I would be surprised if someone doesn't get fired. But if uh, uh, if it was, I would also be surprised if someone doesn't get fired. It was I just sent it on the the Facebook chat. It was absolutely brilliant and hilarious. And again, it's it's stupid because the. Uh, no, even if they pretend implement any of that, it changes nothing. And uh, I, one of my things that makes me happy when I go to sleep at night is I know that Merritt Paulson can't come out onto the field and celebrate with the fans because <laughs> it is such a cesspool right now of toxicity between them and us. And uh, it's it just like, good, you know, dude, fuck you. If you, you, you know, you play with fire, you're going to get burned sometimes. And he's like for a team that he now loves, he can't enjoy in the stadium with the people that right. he wants. He can't even to. enjoy it on TV because the, because the nationally televised games keep mentioning it. <laughs> Can you just, mm-hmm. I, every time they do that, I'm like, I'm, I'm I, in my head, I'm envisioning him watching it and just being like, just, you know, like l- pulling out the hair that he doesn't have. I didn't I did enjoy that uh onion the nutmeg onion nutmeg news article today that they had where the timbers were going to hire someone to take the blame for all future scandals. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the nut, uh, that's another one I should have called out as news uh agencies covering this even though it's not news. It's still it's still widely read and it's hilarious and yeah. um, one of my favorite things they did earlier this year was the they had the the new Portland kit release and it was with a jock tag that said boys will be boys. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, uh, oh, it was, God. it's ridiculous, but it's, I mean, that's, that's the reputation. That so we're spot on that it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, they ought to be considered a legitimate, uh, news organization. Yeah, it's just like the daily show. That's yeah. all. I mean, it's funny, but it's, it's relevant current topics, but, yeah. but yeah. So, well, hopefully the, 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 what my ask of the 107 is here would be please don't stop the protest yet until we see actual change from the front office, them reporting what they're going to do isn't quite enough. You know, actions are louder than mm-hmm. their words. And I think any nationally televised game uh, should start with whatever minutes of silence until there's real accountability held uh, to the team. And, and I, I hope, I hope that actually happens. So, my ask would be for them to carefully consider any actions they may take and make sure that they've completely thought it out and, and make sure that they're not over um, sort of overblown like some of those their initial demands were. Um, and then also to do a better job of communicating that to people. And by that, I don't just mean sending out another email to everybody that's on the list already. I mean, in the stands, whether it be through alternate signage or or whatever, um, just communicate better with the people and the, the fans and have a have a a more defined strategy that. And uh, one of the things that I saw online that would make sense because there was clearly some confusion amongst the, the, the TA and uh, of are we chanting or are we not chanting kind of a thing. And some leaflets would be amazing. And Greg, I volunteer my laser printer and my paper to print out whatever is necessary and drop it off at the Fen Laden. Uh, 
if anyone needs uh, extra printing power. Deal. And if I could just talk a tiny bit of shit about the people who complain about not chanting for five minutes. Uh Yeah, please. You motherfuckers who can't stay quiet for five minutes, stop chanting after two when we actually do start. So, fuck off. (laughs) So maybe we should just have no chanting... after the first two minutes to the from two to seven minutes, then we don't have to worry about this. <laughs> <laughs> That's so uh, funny. Um, all right. So who wants to do their best Josh impersonation of, oh, I'm sorry, I, Greg, I did not ask you if you had any things you wanted to say in terms of uh, the protests or things you would like to see differently. Although now that you are officially uh, a representative of one Oh seven, I understand that you cannot be as flippant as you used to be. Nah, I don't have anything to add. You guys you're, said good stuff. Um, you're you're officially a representative now, and and that is in what capacity? I'm on TIFO committee. Officially? Yeah, I'm on the website and everything. Wow. Hey, he's, actually, he's the janitor. Don't let him bullshit you. <laughs> uh, how many? How many? Um, like how much? Uh, MPO merch did you have to steal and and give away to get on that committee? Yeah. Oh man. No, nah, I just had to buy Colin a whole lot of whiskey All over right. like the course of a year. <laughs> Every time I give Greg whiskey, he just gives it to Colin. <laughs> okay, so you guys heard it here first. When you have complaints about Tifa, send them straight to Greg. Yep, send them to me, and I will uh, promptly ignore them with <laughs> my um, utmost diligence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Well, let's. Uh, uh, my, this is Josh from Lake Oswego. Let's talk <laughs> about the upcoming matches. Uh, uh, so, uh, um, we got. Uh, 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 is the season started? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> are we talking about LAFC right now? I don't really know what's going yeah, on. I, I got. I got Josh. Uh, Sunday, April third, going to Portland versus LA Galaxy. <laughs> I wonder who will win. Um, <laughs> That's at 1.30 p.m. on FS1 and, I don't know, somewhere else. Uh, on Saturday. <laughs> Holy shit, that's actually really funny. Um, uh, I think Sunday is going to be a great opportunity for more protests. FS1 or Fox Deportes at 1.30 p.m. Uh, and then the other game that's actually kind of going to be interesting, we'll forget the April. It's funny. Forget the April 9th game in Vancouver, because who cares about that match? Uh, but Greg does, because you are going. Yes, I am. It's going to be a fun one. We are going uh, up to Vancouver. We're going to watch that. And then the day after that match, we are getting on the ferry, going over to Victoria to watch Pacific FC in their home opener against Forge. That's, that's fun. Yeah, then and you then, can see the remnants of Ka. Yep, and then the day after that, I'm not going to this, but other people are, uh, the Canadian women's national team is playing in Victoria. <laughs> is that because you're a sexist that you're not going, or? You just uh, Canadians. Yes, that's exactly right. You know what? <laughs> so, honestly, part of it is Kelly likes soccer, but not as much as we do, so she yeah, just wants fair. to do something else. All right. And also the highlight of the Canadian women's team is Christine Sinclair. And we can see her every week here in Portland. Yeah, fair enough. Fair fair enough. And then Saturday, April 16th, it's uh, Portland at Houston. And the exciting thing again will be a reunion of Valentine and Clark. And uh, I think that's pretty exciting. And I hope we absolutely destroy Steve Clark. Has Valentine been playing 
a lot. I I, I, think I tuned into a Houston game and he wasn't playing. Anyone paying attention to that? I thought he was a regular Reitman Penn starter. Okay, yeah, me too. Huh. Well, right. again, breaking content and news. Uh, we will we will Google this uh, in the moment. We have a news show where we just read Google. Yeah, <laughs> that that could actually be Josh's podcast. Um, uh, he just read, it, read Wikipedia articles. Did you guys see that movie, The English Game? Yes. Wait, the, the series. Was it a series or was yeah. it a movie? It was a s- about the origins of soccer. Yeah, or, uh, professional soccer. Yeah, yeah, on Netflix. Oh, I yeah. might, I might be thinking of the one about FIFA. Oh, but anyway, one of the complaints I heard about it was like the plot was so thin. It was like they just copy and pasted the Wikipedia article and said, "Here's your script." <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Um, I have checked and Randy, you may be correct. It looks like he's only started one game this year. Yeah. See, there you go. Wow. When he's done playing, I hope he plays his, his last game here in Portland and then takes his rightful air, uh, over Tyler McDonald's capo stand at the (laughs) zinger. Um, so, all right, Greg. We've talked a lot about the Portland Timbers and our excitement of the team and and also the frustrations of the front office and all the crazy that's going on. It's almost like it'd be great if there was another soccer team in Portland that we could all actively support and enjoy with no drama. You're in luck. I don't know about the lack of drama thing. Yeah. <laughs> The PDXFC is entering their second season in USL2. Uh, The season kicks off in May. The home opener is May 27th, and there has been a pretty solid influx of interest since all this FO bullshit has gone down. And please, 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 if anyone listening has been considering going, I would highly encourage you to come. They are a ton of fun, and honestly... I just really want more and different people. Where where were they playing this year? I hate that you asked me that because it has not been 100% confirmed. Okay. But 99% sure it will be at Multnomah University in the Montevilla neighborhood. That is a new venue for them. That is a brand new venue. I went and checked it out a couple weekends ago. They were laying down brand new turf. It was not ready. Uh, but about a quarter mile away is the Montevilla Saloon, which was a beautiful little punk rock dive bar to have pre and post funking at. Oh, it would uh, have been cool if they had been able to play at Concordia campus too. That would have been awesome. It's not completely out of the realm of possibility uh, in the future. So yeah. U of O bought that campus, but they're not, they're obviously not going to be doing any of their athletics program. Right. There. Right. So Unless they want to demolish it and build, um, <laughs> no. it's yeah, it's just taking up space. So it would be, it, I think it'd be in their best interest to rent it out. I think so too. Um, um, is is Khalif Alassan still on the uh, roster? I have not heard otherwise. Um, Adi has made an appearance or two. Has he? Adi made an appearance in a um, uh, invitational tournament over the summer. Uh, which they came in second place. Even Adi couldn't get them to first oh, over the over the summer. Uh, it was at the end of last season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 
I was like, wow, that, that this, long, this, this that... summer hasn't started yet, Jonathan. <laughs> I know. I'm like, it really blew my mind for a second. I'm going, wait, what, wait, what month is it? What year is this? The weather's nice, but yeah. So if you want to find out more, we're going to be having uh, our preseason meetup, I believe on the, I'm looking it up really quick so I don't get it wrong. Uh, on May, I think you said seventh. May seventh. Yep, May seventh. That'll probably be at Montevilla Saloon as long as we verify that we are playing near there. Uh, hey, jo- hey, Jonathan, um, get get out your checkbook stubs. Are, are we still a jersey sponsor? Ooh, uh, Greg, I think we are, aren't we? We sure as hell are. They have not Ooh! released. They have not released the home kits, but uh, on the home kits, we have the like lower back tramp stamp spot pvsp tramp stamp yep no stay classy portland it's the full logo oh really it's the full written out logo on the lower back uh it has not been released yet Uh, so it's not like the sleeve logo that josh put on that no that doesn't explain what we actually are no that was on purpose because we were trying to be independently hip um and yeah uh but greg back to uh black hearts union it, that's the the name of this lovely supporters club and hoping that for the next episode you can confirm the date and time and and party will there be anything available for people to get their hands on yeah me <laughs> <laughs> sign me up for the Drop. other bar <laughs> Like one of those contests where the like everyone stands around and has their hand on you, and the last person to take their hand off <laughs> wins a new car. Oh man, uh, that would be the most awkward thing in the world. Uh, yes, a whole bunch of new merch is dropping. Got some brand new gorgeous scarves that uh, just landed at my doorstep a few days ago, and they're amazing. Um, pins, t-shirts, stickers, patches, all the good stuff. Please right. make all checks payable to Jonathan Everett, uh, and uh, we'll be good to go. Um, Randy, I know I made a penis joke, and I apologize, but I don't. But did you guys hear about uh, Chris Whittingham? He's a regular on – he's a commentator. I forget what network he's on, and he's always on Grant Wall's podcasts. And he, on a broadcast uh, – he, he apparently said it like all for all of his years in broadcasting that if it ever happened in a game he was calling, he would just call it as it is. And uh, he a ball hit someone in the junk and he was like, that has hit him in the penis. And he said it on the broadcast. <laughs> and it's now I'll find the episode from Grant Wall where they talk about it because Grant Wall spends like the first 15 minutes laughing like a, you know, third grader. Right. And, well, because every time it happens, the announcers always try to tiptoe around it, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, the sun don't shine, and, and blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, the and, bread basket or whatever. Like, yeah. And Chris Whittingham was like, area. yeah, he's like, uh, I'm trying to normalize the word penis. It's okay to say it. And it hit every <laughs> broadcast of everything for the whole, like, three days. It was hilarious. I'll uh, send you that's guys good. a link. That's good. Good stuff. Yeah. Okay, well, the, I think we can start to wrap this up. We're just going to do a quick two-minute uh, World Cup update. But if anyone's been paying attention to our beloved Portland Timber, Bill Tuiloma, he's been starting every game. He's been scoring goals in these games, and he still didn't get a credit on the FIFA official Facebook page when they were showing all the players when they clinched the playoff spot, and there's no Bill Tuiloma in the uh, in the in the graphic, which was hilarious. Oh, no. Why not? Yeah. 
is it, I, is it, who, like, is it who like has a pictures t- of the New Zealand national team? Oh, well, I mean, are the other players, do they show their pictures? All of the other ones. Oh, jeez. He's plays yeah. for he plays for an MLS team for crying out loud. <laughs> you figure, but no, it's it's been cool to watch him. Uh, I bet he's having a great time in Qatar playing uh, playing some of these uh, tournaments. And they qualified. They did not qualify. Well, no, they qualified. They're going to the the playoff against uh, Costa Rica, right? Uh, yes, yeah. uh, I believe that is the case. And then there's two more playoffs that still have to happen. One is Ukraine and Scotland, and then the winner of that team plays someone else in UEFA. And then there's another one from, uh, I forget, but there's still, I think, like three spots undecided. But super cool to see a Timber on a national team and playing well because it doesn't happen very often. And again, for him to get the um, uh, some goals while he's doing it, I'm sure his confidence is sky high on that's, its return. That's so happy for him. But I want to backtrack. Did you say uh, one of those um, playoffs that has to happen is Ukraine and Scotland? Yeah. So the Ukrainian national team is actually playing? Uh, it is, I think it's indefinitely postponed until at least this summer. Uh, uh-huh. Ukraine versus Scotland. Um, uh, yeah, it just says postponed. Um, okay. When is Scotland versus Ukraine? What we know about the rescheduled World Cup playoff and how it affects the draw. So it'll be interesting. Um, uh, um, Today's uh, well, episode of Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast is brought to you by Google. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, like, can you hear me typing over here trying to find exactly <laughs> what <laughs> um, I can hear you asking Jeeves. Um, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I am really, I really enjoy random videos of uh Ukrainian farmers stealing Russian tanks and, <laughs> you know, probably like random uh, Ukrainian volunteers blowing up Russian tanks and all that kind of stuff is it's good times. It makes me pretty happy. The only part that I feel bad for for the Russians are the kids who are conscripts being forced <sighs> to go Jeez, do man. it. Um, I can't comprehend that, but in terms of, I mean, like that's kind of what happens. Uh, it's up I to have, you not to heed the call up. Yeah, you know, you can just go to prison at home and say you're not going to fight. I, it's crazy, but I, I too watch those videos, and uh, it's weird because you know you watch a war movie, uh, or, yeah. Whatever it's like, no big deal. But then you're seeing like a tank actually blow up, and it's actually yeah, happening. Don't mean to be flipping about that. Um, because no. you know, you're 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 watching people die essentially. Yeah, but um, I mean, but, like, what are you supposed to do if they if they didn't fight back? They would be the ones uh, in in essence dying. So it's not like they chose to go to that battle. So I watch that shit on TikTok like every night. Yeah, um, and other, other weird videos of damaged human beings on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> hours I'll never um, get it back it's but anyway, uh, so Russian teams have been essentially kicked out of everything right yeah they're out they're done with the World Cup the Poland was supposed to play them in a playoff and got a bye and then um, Poland played Sweden and then knocked out Sweden from the World Cup so like Russia even if like they miraculously came to the table today and negotiated they they're done for this World Cup they can't go like their spots um yeah and you, you and yet you still see Nimrods on the internet 
keep politics out of sports, you know, <laughs> arguing that the Russians granted most of these uh, avatars have like Russian flags in the background, but um, you still see people. I'm here for the football. I'm just like, and you're also there for the yeah. yeah. But on a fun note and also kind of disappointing was the USA's uh, sad result yesterday against Costa Rica. However, if they had not lost by six, which they did not, they lost again two to nothing. The they have made the World Cup. So uh, upon my journey to Qatar in November, I will be excited to try to catch a USA game in the first few days of the World Cup, assuming the schedules work out. And the draw is tomorrow morning, which is Friday, uh, April April first. So we will know tomorrow what the actual schedule is. Jonathan, you're rich. Do you have a condo in Qatar? Yes, I have many condos in Qatar. Uh, is that the, the is that the uh, actual correct correct pronunciation of that? It's like Qatar or something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. not. We say it's really it's funny not, because it's like Qatar. No, I'll say Qatar to someone because I'm just yeah. like, oh, they probably don't know how to pronounce it. And then they say it back like to me like I'm dumb. And it's the they say it in the correct way. And then I'll say it in the correct way to someone. And they're like, it's Qatar, bro. And I'm like, just <laughs> like, the place where the World Cup is going to happen that everyone's pissed about, which they should be. Um, but still going to go. And it's going to be freaking awesome. And uh, <laughs> one of my I think I mentioned him before. One of my uh, acquaintances from many years ago is an intellectual property lawyer for for FIFA and uh, I will get to go see him while we are in Doha. Um, so what is the, if we live in Oregon, what is the official yeah. pronunciation of <laughs> Qatar? Yeah. Uh, Oregon. Uh, no, man. Um, uh, it's Oregon brother. Okay. Oregon. Yeah. Goddamn second right. amendment. Goddamn right. Jesus. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I am pumped. I cannot wait for the draw to happen. And I am anxiously excited and nervous because I'm afraid that we'll get an equivalent of a group of death. It is possible, but it is also possible that we get a very easy group and it would be fun to at least make it out of the group it, Maybe we'll end up in whatever group uh, that Italy doesn't get into because they didn't make it. <laughs> oh man two <laughs> world cups in a row dude it was so bad and they lost in north macedonia yeah. again i make jokes about you know uh fat bull but fat bull really could have won that game <laughs> it was that's how bad it was and the italian superstars on that team to not be able to pull it off it was super funny because the insigne who's coming to toronto this summer from napoli and supposedly like one of the a player in his prime coming to MLS, not a player who's past his prime coming right. to MLS. And the big drama was the Italian national team coach previously kicked out Giovinco because he was playing in MLS and said right. it wasn't right. good enough. And yeah. the big drama was like, will he pick Insigne for the World Cup? And it's like, well, I guess you don't have to make that choice, buddy. Yeah. Uh, it's not in your uh, hands anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So... All right, guys. Well, I can I can be done. I'm World Cup excited. I'm Portland Timbers excited. I'm Black Hearts Union and PDXFC excited, and I am also excited to go drink a bourbon. Cool. Yeah, I'm done too. Closing song today is "Struck a Nerve" by Bad Religion. Uh, by the time this drops, I will probably be at the Bad Religion show at the Roseland, and Do I hope like they play the song. 
This sounds like something my do you like the bad religion, Greg? Your your mom would say. The bad religion. <laughs> uh if feedback so we have a playlist of all of our songs that appear on this uh show. Just go on Spotify and search Radio Free PBSP. You can email us portlandvanity at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail at 503-583-4235. Uh, Facebook is Portland Vanity. Twitter is PDX Vanity Soccer. Instagram is Portland Vanity. And I did not get a chance to say this earlier, but if you want to follow PDXFC and the Black Hearts Union, uh, search Black Hearts Union on Facebook or at BHUPDX on Twitter. Hey, well, I'll put the link to that um, open cup game with footy in it in the show notes too uh are we gonna have another episode like where we get will we will it be another like two months before we're back or are we gonna come back in four years at this point i don't even know it's gonna happen okay we'll have a post world cup update <laughs> <laughs> which will be in 2023 yeah. um all right guys well well cool it was it was good to it was nice to record and yeah, good to Greg, get back I on will, the horse yeah uh, Randy, I will send you the the Grant Wall episode as well, so you can add that to the to the show notes because that's where the hit him in the penis. Yeah. All right, guys. See ya. All right. Penis. Right, hit, hit stop before we close.
Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I guess it should go without saying that let him that he let him know that it's not uh, anything personal from us. No, what I told him was uh, we just haven't potted in a while, and we had a lot to catch up on. Okay, yeah. so so you pulled a uh, you pulled a Timbers front office. You pretend. <laughs> <nothing. laughs> that's actually really funny. Uh, uh, you're gonna have to hire uh, investigative <laughs> crew in order to prove yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, hired my own law firm to get what I need out of this. Thanks a lot, guys. See, communications. <laughs> <laughs> where's, wow. Where's, for, for uh, insight that excels, expert yeah. analytics. Oh, wait, you did clarify this, Greg. They should go somewhere else. Okay, never mind. Yes. We're good. Um, we covered our bases. <laughs> we uh, talk about what we don't know. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> really, that's where you had to go. Okay. On on, on that note, uh, uh, the acronym for the Portland Table Soccer Club, which is where we play Subudio, um, which is a table soccer game, is uh, PTSC. And um, if you try and search that on Facebook, it tells you. Uh, it asks you. It says, "Hey, that's uh, child pornography is illegal. Are you sure you want to search this?" And, Whoa. and so I'll be like, well, yeah, I want to search this because that's what the name of the Facebook group is. Um, it's got PTSC in the actual name. And then it says, then it gives you like a link to go get help. <laughs> for no that. Shit. Wow. So apparently that means something terrible. Um, but I'm still going to, we're not changing our name. No, no, we can't change our name, but not, P- not, not, not PVSP, P the PTSC. PTSC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, P- PTSC. Yes. Yes. All right. Penis, penis, penis.